Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Sort of. It's the night witches out for a strike. The heroic women who wouldn't let the Nazis get a good sleep, or survive the night for that matter. An entire branch of the Soviet Union Air Force comprised of brave young women. They were created and led by Marina Raskova. And this is Unusual Women. Rogan, and this is Michaela, and we're the hosts of Unusual Women. Ta-da! Today we're going to be talking about Marina Raskova and the Night Witches. Marina was born on March 28th of 1912 in Moscow, Russia. Um, she was a talented operatic singer, and she fo- was actually following that career path in order to become a professional singer. Yeah, she showed absolutely no interest in aviation. Ironically, her parents actually wanted her to be a singer, uh, which is not something you hear very often, parents that want you to be an artist. No, I know. (laughs) Well, there we go. Um, So after the death of her father, she actually got married very young and got a job at the Aero Navigation Laboratory of the Air Force Academy. Um, That's a name. That's that's, that's a mouthful. Is there an acronym for that that's easy? No. E-A-N-L... AFA? No, no, not any easier. Cool. Um, So this actually would launch her career as a pilot. Yeah, so right from the start, she was just an instant sensation. She broke a lot of records, including being the first female navigator in the Soviet Air Force. She was only 21. Yeah? Yeah, she was 21 when she became the first female navigator. Not bad. Um, So her most famous flight was in September 1938, um, she was sent out to break the international record for straight line distance flight. Um, the flight took 26 hours and 29 minutes, but the event actually took over 10 days. Um, there were some complications in landing and the plane landing the plane in the fog. Yeah, so it was like a visibility issue. Uh, so they had to do a crash landing with the plane where she was Marina was parachuted out before the plane hit the ground. And it took her 10 days to find the plane because she didn't have her emergency pack to radio. Uh, so once she found the plane, she was able to get help. But she spent 10 days without food or water. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> don't, I don't know how that works. I mean, like, I know you go into starvation mode, but, like. I don't know. We can watch some Netflix shows. I'm sure like we could probably figure it or out. Something and we can figure it out. Uh, not something I would ever want to do. No, not particularly. And the fact that she went back to flying like immediately after that, like that's a very untraumatic like, oh, thing of almost dying. She's like, oh, it's fine. Um, so yeah, all of this obviously made her the choice to um, run a completely volunteer female flight branch of the Soviet Union. Um, Stalin appointed Marina as the major of the 122nd Aviation Corp. Um, but not only were all of the pilots women, it was actually an all-female engineering and support staff as well. Yeah, so it was led by women, female pilots, female engineers, people who built the planes were women. Yeah. Yep, all women. Yep. Sounds like a company that I know. Ha <laughs> <laughs> that's us. Elemental Women Productions. Anyways. <clears throat> So Marina took it one step further by creating the 588th Night Bomber Regiment, an all-female night bomber crew. So she got the inspiration because while she was uh, the first female navigator, she was getting all these letters from women all over Russia that were saying, hi, I lost my brother, I lost my father, I lost my lover to the war, and I want to fight in some way. And these women were all teenagers or early 20s, and they wanted to have their own way of contributing. 
uh, which women at the time were forbidden from combat. Uh, so she went through 2,000 applications and picked about 400 people yeah. to be part of this yeah. female night bomber well, squad. They were also the first women in combat, right? Like, completely. Yeah, they weren't in first-line combat. That's, right. That's, like, where the divide ended up being. Right, but they were in the air as the first women in combat in the air. Yep. Um. So... Let's talk about the Night Witches. One fantastic name. Fantastic. Uh, there is like the German version because Night Witches comes from the the German phrase, which is what they yes. were. Do you want to try and say it? No, I don't. I don't. I don't want to try and say it at all. Okay. So uh, moving on. <laughs> so during World War II, um, the women dropped more than 23,000 tons of bombs onto Nazi targets at night. Um, the women flew in crudely made uh, biplanes, which were usually the ones that people were trained on um, and were made of, like, canvas and wood. Like. Yeah, so if you got shot in these planes, like, if you're, you were done. You're like done. Your when the plane go down, on fire? The plane would go on. You're, you're done. Uh, they had to keep, so they had to keep them really light. So what they would do is they'd fly and they'd cut the engine and then they would slowly glide over the Nazi targets. And they'd only have the bombs on the plane with them. Uh, no no radios, no parachutes, no nothing. So they're, like, cut off all from each other. They slowly glide over the Nazis and drop some bombs. Right. But they used to set up, like, 40 people at a time, didn't they? Because they were like, oh, no, there's actually not actually, I don't know, enough. Because they had to fly back and forth because they couldn't, like, reload because they could only have two You could only have two bombs at a time. So you'd have to fly back in between bombing to then get another two bombs and go right back out mm-hmm. overnight. Um so the planes were so small that they couldn't be detected on radar uh, since they didn't have radios. That also yeah. kept them under the radar. That's too many radars. That's too many radars. <laughs> um, so the Nazis said you could only actually hear them on the wind, and that's how they got the name the Night Witches because of witches and broomsticks and wind. And <laughs> women. And women, you know, those old stories. So the Nazis invaded the outskirts of Moscow in the autumn of 1941, and the Soviets were desperate, obviously, to protect their main city. Um, Stalin called for the Night Witches, and they struck down the headquarters of the invading Nazis, and therefore are credited with being part, being one of the tipping points of the fight against the Germans in World War II. Yeah, they said that if they hadn't gotten that headquarters, and the Nazis, like even the next day, invaded Moscow and. The, the Soviets lost Moscow, it would have completely changed the war entirely. That, right. like, this flight of, of women pilots taking down that headquarters yeah. was the tipping point to beat the Germans. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Nazis hated the ladies. Hated them. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, so there were theories throughout Germany that these women were um, good at sneaking because they were actually criminals or had been specifically injected to be able to see at night. Yeah, they had this whole, like, um, thing that they were kind of, I mean, superheroes to me. Yeah, definitely. But um, that they had been uh, science experiments and had injections that they could see at night, and that's how they were so good at flying. And Well, weren't the Germans trying to figure that out at that point? They were trying to figure out a lot of crazy that's stuff. Um, there was also the whole thing of if a Nazi shot down a night witch plane, um, they were immediately giving, given the Iron Cross Medal. Which is like uh, one of the most prestigious yeah. medals in the Nazi regime. It was also then immediately discontinued after World War II because of Nazis. Because Nazis. 
I wish Nazis were discontinued after <laughs> World War II, but here we are. Uh, so Marina, unfortunately, did not see the end of the war. She died January 1943 at the age of 30. Her plane had a crash landing after being sent to the front lines. She died at 30. She died at 30. She did a lot, though. She did a lot. Between, like, first becoming, like, what, 20 to... Th- That's a 10-year period. Like, she did a lot in 10 years. She really did. Yeah. Uh, she was actually nicknamed the uh, Soviet Union Amer- Amelia Earhart. Yeah, I saw that. Which is, I mean... Kind of cute. Kind of cute and inspiring. And, yeah. Huh. So the Night Witches, because they're like the first female group of this kind, they were often given, I mean, they were given the worst of the worst in most things. So they didn't have proper uniforms. They were given hand-me-downs from men, so they didn't fit properly. Their yeah. shoes were the hand-me-downs from men, so they used to have to take out their bedding and like stuff it in the shoes to try and make them fit. Um, but also they weren't given like proper navigation equipment. They literally like had to use like rulers and maps and like, yeah, they, compasses. They didn't. Though they weren't given any of that. Right. They that was, had nothing because those were considered luxury items. A compass is a luxury item. A parachute. Yes, it was no a luxury item according to Soviet Union rules. Um, and then also, uh, these women flew in biplanes, which I mean, they're they're open. Right. Uh, so they were flying through Russian winters. So just. A lot of them suffered frostbite. Um, They would get sick all the time. Like, they were going through incredibly tough terrain in the air. Yeah, which is colder. No no protection whatsoever. They were shot down really easily. And, like, if they were shot down, that was it. Like, there's there's no saving you. Nope. You don't have a parachute. You don't have an escape plan. If you're shot down, you are shot down. Yep. Which made them, like, just so incredibly brave to go on that. It's basically a suicide mission. Oh, yeah, basically. But to be honest, they didn't lose that many pilots. They were incredibly talented people. Um, there was a, it's a very low number of women they yeah. actually lost through these training missions and through these um, yeah. bombing missions. Yeah. So we want to thank uh, everyone for listening. Of course, we want to thank Marina Raskova for everything that you did. Uh, you were incredibly inspiring, being the first uh, female navigator in the Soviet Union, really paving the way for a lot of future women and also including women in the war effort and getting them uh, I mean a purpose yeah getting them the the right to fight for their country too right that's beautiful also thanks to all like the other night witches oh my gosh yeah all of them they did some pretty decent work you know pretty decent taking down them Nazis (laughs) yep So thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, we are very, very grateful to everybody. We want to thank Sterling Nichols for doing our music. We want to thank Brogan here for doing our graphics. And we want to thank you again. Thank you, thank you. Yes, and we also want to thank Michaela for basically going down rabbit holes week after week. Um, I to love make sure, doing it. To make sure <laughs> that we actually have all the details. Um, and apart from that, if you guys do have any suggestions of people you think we should talk about on this like please let us know we're always look happy to look into more um so you can contact us in various ways you can contact us through our email which is elementalwomanproductions at gmail.com you can contact us through our website um you can contact us through instagram you can also comment on the podcast um and yeah we'd love to hear from you guys even let us know what you think or what you want more of that would be great yeah just um you know no nazis we're not doing nazis no nazis (laughs) Thank you so much. Bye.